0: Alright, I know that is right. That is Energy on 10. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Javon Joseph, the truth behind it all, where we talk about any and everything. I hope you guys are excited for today's episode. Even though it's not really excitement, it's going to be a lot of tea. But, um, it's kind of, this is the most sensitive topic for me, actually. We're going to get into, um... Well, first of all, I'd like to tell everybody today is Thursday, September the 24th, and um, stuff has just been happening rapidly the past couple of weeks, so um, I'm just going to get right into it, and this week's episode, episode five, is um, baby mama drama. Everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of motherfuckers got baby mama, baby daddy drama, or or whatever the case may be, and I'm going to actually give you guys my baby mama drama information type shit because I need to vent and I don't ever talk to nobody about this, really. And um, because I'm really private, like my life is very private, but it's there's things that need to be said and maybe what I'm going to say can motivate somebody to do something or inspire somebody to want to make it right or whatever the case may be. I'm going to get into some shit because what's going on right now between me and my baby's mom is just not true. Okay. Uh, I've just been dealing with baby mama drama probably for like five or six years now. And uh, for those of you who have read Javon Joseph, The Truth Behind It All, um, the book, I've definitely already confessed to why, you know, we've um, separated and why things didn't work out between us and so forth. But what a lot of people don't know is... um, Well, for those who didn't read my book or something, like, I've known, so my daughter's 11. I've known my child's mother since she was in the age, or since she was in the grade of second grade. So uh, when me and her were in second grade, we lived, we were, like, low-key neighbors, like, legit lived in the same park as each other. And, like, we go way back. So we were friends. Like, that was my bitch. Like, legit, like, any and everything was with her like if you saw me you saw her type shit so the fact that we are where we are at now it blows my mind because even still to this day september 24 2021 i still i'm oh i'm gonna get to it and tell you guys the fucking i have i'm i feel some type of way but all that shit can it's not about me or her like we can still kumbaya and stuff but she needs to want to get over whatever she's going through when it comes to me. So, that's kind of that, but I'm going to get into it. Um so I've noticed since second grade, we had our daughter our senior year of high school and um we were co-parenting. Brittany was always living with me. Um kind of thing, like we got places together and so forth probably until like 22, 23. And then I had just gone out, got over my first like real love breakup and like I was just 23 and I just didn't, you know, I felt like my baby's mom was like nagging onto me and my lifestyle. So I didn't, I didn't like that. I wanted her to have her own independence and her own type of, you know, situation going on. So pretty much we separated, you know, around 23, 24. My daughter was like four or five. And, um, that was a really, really, really rough time for my baby's mom. Her name is Brittany by the way. So I don't have to keep saying baby mama, baby mama. So, that was a tough time for her. Um, I had like moved her, Brittany, and my daughter in with my auntie. My aunt was willing to allow them to live with her, and I was I moved back in. Excuse me, with my mom at that time. And really, you guys, like, I totally understand. Like, as, if I were a woman, I could totally understand why Brittany might have felt some type of way back then. Like, okay, this nigga's like. He's leaving me, but at the same time, he's not. Like, he's making sure I have somewhere to go. He's not making sure that I'm sleeping in a car somewhere. Like, I put you in my parents' or in my auntie's house. Like, So that was never respected. And basically, so um, once that happened, Brittany wasn't there for long, maybe a few months. And in those months, you know, she wasn't really stable and couldn't really get it together which is understandable you she had a a young child and and so forth so anyways she went to a program like a i don't know what those programs are called like where you go to the mountains and you stay there and you fight fires and build stuff and pretty much sleep in a cabin type shit type of thing so she was doing that and i believe it was like for a year for one whole year and during this year um our daughter was living with britney's mom's old best friend which is brittany's aunt in fresno so like brittany would go see zay you know whenever she had the availability to go see her but it was like a a a long commute obviously from the mountains to where zayana was so i'm sure that put a lot of stress on brittany obviously and like i said at that time when i was at that age i was there, but I was not like there. I was worried about Jovan. I'm concerned about where am I going? What am I fucking doing with my life? Type of thing. So that caused the drift between Brittany and I. And I, I've acknowledged it. I've accepted it, and I've told her like we can move past this, girl. I mean, like I would hope that we could move past this type of thing. And and I, I've never not been there for my daughter. Um, Brittany will tell you I haven't been consistent and I'm never around or something like that, but she makes it very difficult for me to come around. And um, I don't know, some people may know this, some people may not, but we do have like a current custody order and we are 50 50, um, you know, parents, like when it comes to soul and physical custody, but when it comes to actually those rights of mine being acknowledge and stuff it's fuck that hell no bernie doesn't acknowledge that shit like she thinks she's at the top and i am just the disneyland dad and i don't really care about my daughter's needs and stuff and what frustrates me so much is i know that's not the case and anybody who no fucking knows me who will look past the old javon and see obviously who i've become and the man that i am today they know how much my daughter means to me and how close of a relationship we have and stuff. So this has been a fucking strain on me, you guys. Like, it's been really bad for like four or five, however long. Like, I'm, I've am i lost count. But literally, um, as of last week, like, I finally came up with the money to retain a lawyer. And I have a family law lawyer who's going to be... Um, Pretty much speaking on my behalf and fighting for my rights as a as an equal parent because um, Bernie's had an attorney and um, I'm not in her pockets or anything like that. I only know what is told told to me from her, etc. And for Bernie to have an attorney for this long, it's kind of excessive and. From what i know it's more so of a family friend which is great like i fucking wish i had a family friend lawyer who was willing to work with me or give me discounts or something but um the moral of me saying this is she's had an attorney for so long and they've been playing dirty and stuff and i am getting the short end of the stick because i am currently living in arizona they live in california so it's this distance thing and then my case is confidential because we were never married so anytime i have to send paperwork in or any type of situation, like it's very difficult. And I had to just get an attorney on my end because it was about that time. And um, my goal is to go to, I'm going to be moving to California by the end of next month because I, my daughter's my number one priority. Like I need to be around her. I need my parents' rights to be advocated for. And this is what's going to be in the best interest of my daughter. I'm super excited about this actually, you guys, because I am, we're going to be fighting for one week on one week off. Like I want to have, you know, that exact 50 50 type of relationship with my daughter. And I don't want her to feel like mom always has the last day or something. Not only that, but I want to be able to talk to mom and hopefully this will bring us closer. Hopefully this will allow us to co-parent on a much better level. Because when I tell you, (sighs) she goes above and beyond like right now, I haven't talked to my daughter in two weeks, and it's based on her concerns that she says basically anything that I tell my daughter, my daughter will tell her mom, and then my, her mom is, doesn't like what I've said, and it causes a drift not only between me and her mom, but me and her as well, because me and my daughter as well, because I feel like we don't have any open dialogue relationship. And that's not right. I should be able to to fucking say what I want to fucking say to my daughter. I should instill my values. I should be able to instill my values for my daughter and raise her also the way that I want her to be raised and show her things that I want her to, to be aware about and so forth. And it just never fucking happened. so this attorney, you guys, my fingers are crossed. My prayers are up. And I'm just hoping for everything to go as planned and um again it's not about me it's not about Brittany. it's not about us it's about my daughter and i'm sure my daughter would love for us to get along even if it's just to be in the same room and be able to have common you know conversations type shit and hopefully with me being around and seeing her on a weekly basis and stuff eventually Brittany's mind will change and be like okay like javon is around like because she thinks i'm living this high life she thinks i'm just out doing my thing traveling and going here going there and not being consistent with my daughter but the thing is like i try to i want my daughter to i've tried to have my daughter live with me and take the stress off britney and my daughter's been you know not that good in school for the last couple of years so i've been trying to let you know whatever she's been going and she's it's some shit you guys don't even know like it's like CPS has been involved. The police have been involved. Like, my daughter is mentally probably going through it right now. So, real shit. Like, hopefully this will just change things. Like, my daughter is at the... She's 11. She's going on 12. So, she needs to have both her parents around. I need to make sure that, you know, I can have my say and be respected for my... What I got to say and so forth. So... Yeah, baby mama drama. And what really sucks about this, you guys, is there's so many, and I don't mean it like that, but I have a lot of single friends, single mother friends who wish their baby daddies would even just pick up the phone to call their son or their daughter. Like, a lot of my friends who are single mothers, their baby daddies literally are deadbeats. They aren't shit. Like, they don't do anything. They aren't involved in any type of way, you guys. And a lot of these single mothers, they don't give a fuck about that nigga, and they just go about raising their kid the best, way, the best way that they know how, and they're not stressing over this nigga. They're not, you know, worried about what he's doing and trying to put him in court or put him in jail or get him on child support and stuff. And it's just, it blows my mind because I know all that I do for my daughter and all how much I go above and beyond to be a part of her life. And I still get bricks thrown at me as if like I'm not shit, like you don't deserve to be in her life, type of thing. And it breaks my heart. Like it it breaks me down. Because it's not fair, because Brittany knows how much, you know, obviously Zayana means to me, but she also knows that I never had a father when I was being raised. So she know like I had fucking conversations with her. I would never leave you with Zayana. Like if Zayana's my daughter, I'm gonna always be there for her. Like. I would look that woman up and down in her face and promise her and swear up and down, like, Zayana's gonna be with me forever type thing, just to assure her, like, you don't have to worry about having literally, like, a baby daddy. So she knows how much my daughter means to me, and it just, it frustrates me that she thinks that because her live-in boyfriend for the last, I don't know, five or four years has been living with her and kind of taken that while I'm not around, she thinks like, I don't deserve my spot. She wants to have Zayana, you know, obviously Zayana knows that I'm her dad, but she wants Zayana to respect her boyfriend as if that's her father type of thing. But it causes a drift because he's not, you know, the nicest man to my daughter and my daughters complained to me about him and stuff. And as my daughter's father, I should be able to speak to this man that is living with my daughter and my baby's mom should want us to have these type of conversations. And if I have brought up concerns or something to my baby's mom, like, she'll brush it off. She doesn't take it into, you know, she doesn't consider what I'm saying and take it into account. And it's really fucking frustrating, you guys. They think this is a game and, and I'm tired of it. Nobody knows this shit is going on in my life because I don't talk about it, but this shit is real life, like, I'm tired. This is my only stress factor in life. Other than this, other than her, life is great. And life doesn't have to be as hard as as it is right now because she's only it's only as hard as it is because she's making it so fucking hard. Like how we have a court order that specifically states you guys need to confer or consult and confer when it comes to making decisions on where the daughter goes to school. Who's her therapist? What doctor she sees, etc. But how come I don't ever get those, get that common courtesy, or get those phone calls, or hey, let's do this, or hey, I'm thinking about getting Zayana into this. I don't fucking get that shit. I get text messages like, "Hey, Zayana's enrolled here. Here's the phone number if you have questions." Like, where is my fucking say so and who my daughter is seeing and stuff? It's not fucking right and it's so fucked up and like she'll word her attorney will word things in a way to make me look like a really really bad person to the courts and it's like bitch uh uh-uh. uh like you're you're legit committing perjury to the courts lying saying that I'm doing x y or z when you know that's bullshit you know you're lying but you're trying to make yourself look good and make me look like the bad guy so that you can take my daughter away from me another example it, just within last so our last within the last year um our last legit like filed order with the courts was june of 2020 and um it's now august 21 or i'm sorry september 21 and within that last year she has kept my daughter away from me eight separate times on eight or at least attempted to because our court order states like when we have our scheduled visitation and then it says we can agree, mutually agree to have more time with the kid. So let me, I'm, I'm, I told you guys, I ain't sparing shit. Like I'm, I got shit to say. Okay. And it's coming out. So how the fuck you going to hold, hold that, hold me accountable when in just the last year I tried to make eight separate efforts to see my daughter and on eight separate occasions, how you try to tell me no. Like where, why wouldn't. A mother want them to want their kid to experience and have a good time and more quality time with their other parent. Like you have to be bitter or feeling like some type of way towards that person because if your daughter was what really mattered and her interest was at best at heart, you wouldn't be doing this. And (laughs) I'm not the only one she's doing this from. Brittany does not allow our daughter to even see her own mother, okay? Her own mother is on our court case, on my side, fighting for her grandparents' rights. So you want to talk about, like, holding somebody hostage or something? My daughter is doesn't have any freedom when it comes to anybody else in her family besides her mother. Even my mother, my mom, is filing paperwork with the courts for her grandparents' rights. So let me ask you this. How is it me... Brenny's mom and my mom are all fighting to see Zayana. Where is the logic in that? You think the courts are going to be like, oh, like, come on now. There's a lot I can't say because legal reasons. And I'm sure like she tries to get me for my post and gets me for saying stuff or something. But I'm a public figure. I have a broad audience and I'm going to speak on what I want to speak on. However, I will be smart about what I'm saying because I, again, don't want to be sued or don't want to have something turned against me. But on eight different occasions in one year, ho, you're going to tell me, like, uh-uh. You got me fucked up. So last year, or, uh, Halloween was on, on a Saturday, right? And our court order states for dad to be with Zayana on Halloween. So I'm like, okay, it's Saturday. I live in Arizona. You live in Cali. Let me pull up on Friday. Let me spend the whole weekend with her. This bitch going to have the audacity to be like, I'd like to stick to the court order and the original plan. You can pick her up on Saturday morning. When I tell you, it's like, do you not care? Do you? She, so she basically didn't want me to have that extra time with my daughter. So we went to Halloween, and then um, literally nobody was even out trick or treating. We had masks. We were social distancing. We weren't like Halloween masks, not um, you know face masks. So. Um, Brittany saw a picture of us and then she tried to file an emergency temporary order with the courts like, oh, Javon's not obeying the um, order. He's going out into public spaces and uh, not following the COVID 19 guidelines. Like, he's putting my daughter at risk. Whoop de whoop. So she attempted to do that. The judge denied. The judge did not allow that to happen. He did not approve for that. And then, come November, um, me and my ex-husband at the time, well, my husband at the time, we were going to be taking her to Florida for Disney World for Disney, um, Thanksgiving. So legit, <clears throat> right before I'm, like, the week before, I, Bernie texts me talking about, I'm not comfortable with Zayana going to Florida. They don't give a fuck about the COVID-19 situation. I don't want her going at risk. Like, She's not going to be going with you if you can't for Thanksgiving break if you can't tell me that you won't be going on vacation. Bitch, I'm going on vacation. Everything's paid for. Fuck are you talking about? Like, we wouldn't... I'm a responsible father. Like, we wouldn't be going somewhere and I wouldn't be putting her at risk. Like, obviously, I would know we're going to be around a lot of people, but we have to have masks on and so forth. Like, obviously, we didn't know a lot when it came to COVID last year, but I also knew, like, bitch. I'm not a fucking dumbass. Okay. So she filed paperwork attempting to have Zayana stopped from going for that time. She tried to file emergency paperwork and tried to keep Zay that time. Didn't happen. Didn't work because like, what the fuck? The judge probably saw right through it. And I forgot right before this in September, it was my niece's first birthday. It was her first birthday party. My mom was driving up from SAC to LA, could have got my daughter on the way, Brittany denied and said, I'm not comfortable. Zayana could be put at risk. I don't know who will all be there and so forth. Mind you, Zayana would tell me she's going over to her friend's house, having sleepovers and so forth. So it's like, girl, this is another attempt of you trying to not allow Zayana to spend quality time with her family type shit. So that happened. That's already three times from September, October, November. Then January came and it was New Year's. And we got into it around New Year's. Um, We were like in Utah for New Year's and she wanted Zayana home on Saturday or something. And I wanted Zayana home on Sunday. And she threw a fit over that. And then um, April came. It was my daughter's birthday. And I had my mom pick up my daughter so that we could all spend, you know, the birthday with my daughter in L.A. And so my mom picked up my daughter, but before she was allowed to, Brittany was texting. um, Brittany was texting my mom or texting me talking about, oh, where are you going to be with Zayana for her birthday? I have the right to know. I need to know where Zayana's going to be. The court order doesn't state shit about me having to tell you where we're going to be unless it's going to be out of the county or out of the state. So she's just like really on my. She's very. uh, She wants to know any and everything, but it's more so. Um, not to know for good reasons, but more so to know to like be nosy or keep tabs type thing. Because she'll she'll go on vacation or she'll do something, and I don't get that common text, that common courtesy. Hey, we're going out of town. This is where we'll be. We'll be back on this date. She didn't start giving me that common courtesy until until after the summertime when I brought my daughter home, and then they started going to San Diego a lot. Now all of a sudden I'm getting these text messages, and that's probably because. She doesn't want it to look bad on her end, but girl, I already got the text messages and I have friends. We have mutual friends who have sent me stuff and it's clear like, like last year, she's going to tell like when she tried to tell the court, Oh, he didn't have a mask on with my daughter. Bitch wanted to post a picture of herself with her coworkers and all of them not wearing a mask, pretending they were in their Halloween housewife outfits or whatever. And it's like, girl. You can play that game. You're not going to try and get me for dirt when you're doing the same thing. And what we're, it's not even, it's stupid. It's petty. Why are we even here at this point? My nigga, you know, so I don't even know if I've touched on everything or if I've, like my mind is kind of fried right now. And yeah, so honestly, um, today is Thursday and September 27th, we have court. October 4th, I have court. October 6th, I have court. October 20th, I have court. And October 28th, I have court, bitch. That's five court dates in the next 30 days. Talk about time consuming. Talk about mental exhaustion. Talk about funds for my attorney. This shit is not a game but my daughter is my number one priority and I won't have her taken away from me at without a fight. And I, she won't be taken away with from me at all. Cause I'm a fucking fit parent. I don't do drugs. I don't put her in danger. I'm stable. Like there's really no valid excuse as to why I cannot be considered an equal parent from my baby's mom. And it's fucking frustrating, but I think I got a lot of what I needed to get out. Um, I'll definitely keep everyone posted on the situation because it is deep. And, you know, this is, this isn't a good situation. Like my daughter, it's, it's, it's causing her to have issues and I don't want her to have issues. I need her to, you know, have the best childhood that she can have. And I want to upbring, upbring her the best way that I know how. And, I think me moving to the city that she's in and being able to literally be there on a consistent basis and, you know, have to interact with her mom on a consistent basis. I think it'll be a better situation for the three of us. And hopefully uh, we can look back on this and we can laugh because it's really it's it's not like, look, you guys, if I was a bad parent, if. Somebody, one of us, me or Brittany, were on drugs, or we were unstable, or we couldn't actually provide for our kid. Then there would be some concerns. But if those things, I mean, I have those type of concerns, and I've brought them to Brittany's attention, but she doesn't want to tell me why. Zayana's asking me th- or telling me what she's telling me. She, Brittany just would rather keep her life private, which I get. But but she doesn't give me that same respect because she wanted to be text messaging my husband type shit like. It just doesn't work both ways. It's not a two-way street with my baby's mom. (laughs) Fucking moral of the story. And I'm tired of it. And you got to put your money where your mouth is. So that's what I did. And I just pray, you guys. Pray for me because my daughter is everything to me. If if it weren't for her, I wouldn't even want to be around because I'm living for her. Like, people think because I'm traveling and I live this life... Or, and I go out and I do these things that I don't want to be a part of her life, but it's like, I would much rather, if I had her around more often, 24 seven, she was living with me. I would not be doing those things all those times. Like I have nothing to do. I'd be bored as fuck. And I have nobody, no companion, no daughter, no nothing. I'm literally in a four bedroom, two and a half bath house with my two dogs. Like they're the only people, they're not even people. They're the only things that I talk to on a daily basis. Like, verbally. So, like, why you got to make it so difficult? Like, her grandmother's picking her up. She's going to obviously be with her grandmother and her father for her birthday. Like, why are you worried about where they're going and who they're going to be with and so forth? Like, mind your business. This is her time with her dad. You feel me? But I don't ever get that. And then, uh, like two weeks later, this my mom had. We're, two weeks later, we went to Hawaii. But my mom previously had asked Brittany, like, "Hey, we're going to Hawaii for the you know uh, family trip in April. Can they come?" And this they were going. Dayana was homeschooled at this time because COVID and everything. So um, Brittany said no, and Brittany didn't allow. And Brittany was telling. And I told my daughter this, I told my daughter that her mom did not allow her to come with me to go on this vacation. And so my daughter told that to her mom. And then Brittany told my daughter that that's not true. Like, but it is true. Like I have text messages and so forth. Like you can't, you can't brainwash her and manipulate her into thinking stuff isn't true. Like that's absolutely true. We invited her. We said it would be obviously be paid for. Obviously, we don't ask you for nothing except to allow us to have the time with her. And so that was denied. So what was that? That's September, October, November. I forget the argument in January. And then twice in April. So that's we're up to six now. And then summer was coming up and she all my daughter always comes with me for the summertime. She spends her summers at dad's. My do- um, Brittany is going to text me or email me talking about Zayana needs to go to summer school this year. It's very imperative for her learning. I don't think it's in her best interest. She comes to Arizona because she needs to finish summer school or begin summer school. Mind you, she never talked to me about this. Never like, it's, this is what it's going to be. Never, hey, what do you think about this? Would you take this into consideration? Or whatever the case may be. So it's like, girl. And now I remember what we got in the argument about in, in January. And it was because my daughter was seeing a therapist. And Brittany removed my daughter from the therapist without, again, speaking to me or asking my opinion on it. She just sent me a text message. I'm mo- removing Zayana from Dr. Can't I won't say her name, but... You know, and that's not right because, dude, The by the way, because my daughter was grounded a lot of last year at her mom's house, and the way that she voiced it to the therapist, the therapist said, oh, wow, that sounds like prison. So Brittany was not satisfied with the way that... Um that the uh, that the doctor the therapist told our daughter basically the way she's grounded at mom's house is like a prison and it is true like Brittany I'm not hiding Uh, like you uh, my daughter has told me when she's grounded the door is closed she has to stay on her bed like can't do anything except read a book for me for a little girl I feel like for two or three weeks just on my bed You have to knock on the door and ask for permission to come out and stuff, like to use the restroom, things like that. I think that's a little excessive. Not only that, she's 10, you know, at the time she was 10 years old and you're having her do the dishes and her take out the trash and her pick up the dog poop and stuff. It's like I totally understand the chores situation, but there's some chores that a 10 year old girl doesn't do. She doesn't need to be cleaning up after you and your fucking boyfriend have dinner meals. Okay, you guys are fucking adults. You guys need to be cleaning up after her like so that really bothers me and but again it's not my house it's not my rules and so the way mom disciplines her I really don't have any say but it goes back to mom removing our daughter without m- talking with me from her therapist and and then my daughter will tell me like oh I want a therapist who you know talks to me but doesn't tell me things and I'm like what do you mean and then she'll tell me like what she means. But what she's telling me is <clears throat> basically I can tell it's the way that Brittany told her her reasonings as to why she took her out of the, the the therapy type of situation. And it's it's not right. I needed some water. But you guys, it's just I hope you guys had a good insight on today's episode, because I really opened up, and I'm sure there's fucking stuff that I didn't even touch on, and I'm gonna have fucking publish this episode and be like, damn, I didn't say that, I didn't say this, there's, fuck, I didn't say this, but I feel like I did say a lot, and right now, stuff isn't coming up to my head that I might have to speak on, um... And I'm just glad that I got that off my chest. Again, I was very smart about what was said. And, you know, when you're dealing with attorneys and courts and stuff, she's tried to use me and my social media posts, you know, against me before. So um, I hope you guys have a better understanding and a better view of where I'm coming from. And I don't put this stress on my social media because it's just stupid. But now that I have a podcast, like it's. It's gonna be known, it's gonna be said, I'm gonna fucking talk about it. I want you guys to ask me about it because this is my outlet. My podcast is my outlet. This is gonna be my therapeutic station. And if I have nobody to talk to, I have my my listeners that are gonna listen. <laughs> like, what? So, moral of the story, it shouldn't be that hard to co-parent. You need to X yourself out of the situation and think about what's best for your kid. Think about, you know trying to to be you definitely got to be around for your kid but think about ways that you can make it work between you them and all the family members i know i know these niggas dog these bitches out and and you know these bitches don't want shit to do with the niggas and they want to get the niggas back and all that stuff like i totally get it but at the end of the day it's not about you or him or her or i or whatever it's about the kid your guy's kid So even though I'm going through this and I'm over here trying to give advice, it's like I can give advice because I feel like I'm not the one making it difficult. It's not, doesn't have to be so hard. We can easily kumbaya. I have a fucking big house. They could easily, her, her boyfriend, they could have easily came over to my house during Christmas. We could have all had kumbayas and holidays together, even still to this day. There's no, I have no bitterness in me. I, I'm i just not that person. Like, girl, come on. If you're listening to this, Brittany, like, come on. Come on, like, get, turn the rug over. The grass is greener on the other side. We can do better than this. I've known you <clears throat> my whole life. We know, I don't know this version of you right now. I haven't known this version of you for the past couple of years because I don't even have conversations with you. Everything is said through the courts and through attorneys. And But if you're listening to this, this is my, again, public acknowledgement. I apologize 10 times over publicly, privately. I'm telling you, I am sorry if I have ever let you down. I apologize if you feel I was not there. But we don't have to harbor onto those ill feelings. I would love to move forward. I want to move forward. We need to move forward. And we need to be the best that we can be for Zayana. And I know me and you can still have good times and good laughs. And Zayana would thrive to see that. I, I would love to see that. You're probably not listening, but if you are, I'm 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 telling you, I want to co-parent with you. I want us to be able to speak with one another cordially, be in the same room with one another with no tension. I I want all of this bullshit to stop. And on that note, I appreciate every single person who has tuned in today to Javon Joseph, the truth behind it all. This is definitely the truth behind it all i'll tell you that much my throat is dry i need a blunt i can't believe my episodes are coming out soon like literally literally like tomorrow i'm publishing five episodes so you'll hear (laughs) uh work 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 you guys stay prayed up do people how you would want to be treated treat people how you want to be treated be kind to others. Love one another. Tomorrow is not promised. I'm telling you, it's life is too short. Don't stress over shit you can't control. Live your best true life. Until next time, with love, thank you.